Sermon 105, Commentary in the Gospel of Luke, Sermons 96-110, through 110, by Cyril of Alexandria, translated by R. Payne Smith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Luke 14, 25-35 And great multitudes went with him, and he turned and said unto them, Whosoever cometh unto me, and hateth not his father and his mother, and his wife, and his children, and his brethren, and his sisters, yea, and his own self also, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever doth not bear his cross, and come after me, cannot be my disciple. For which of you, that wisheth to build a tower, sitteth not down first, and counteth the cost, to see whether he have sufficient to finish it? lest when he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish it all that behold it begin to mock him saying this man began to build and was not able to finish or what king going to make war with another king sitteth not down first and considereth whether he be able with ten thousand to meet him that cometh against him with twenty thousand and if he be not while the other is yet afar off he sendeth ambassadors and asketh conditions of peace so therefore every one of you that forsaketh not all his possessions cannot be my disciple salt therefore is good but if the salt have no savour with what shall it be seasoned it is useful neither for the land nor yet for the dunghill they cast it out he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Those who command warlike armies, and have won for themselves martial glory, whenever the time for battle has arrived, instruct the troops under their orders in what way, arraying themselves manfully against the phalanxes of the enemy, they will gain a triumphant victory and the saviour of all imitating the skilfulness of those here mentioned very clearly shows unto all who would follow him the pathway of spiritual manfulness that advancing with unrestrainable impetuosity unto every triumph of piety and exerting a stern and irresistible earnestness they may win by a just decree the right of being with him and following him this lesson then clearly teaches us what sort of persons he note two pages of text are missing here due to apparent scanning errors End note. blessings laid up in hope many too the fear of death is terrified and when the season called them unto persecutions that being proved they might receive the crown of incorruption they have denied the faith have avoided, that is, the duty of suffering patiently, and having shown themselves weak and cowardly, have fallen from their steadfastness. To work in us, therefore, a mind incapable of being broken, and make us careless of every worldly matter for our love of him, he commands us to hate even our relatives according to the flesh, and our own self also, if, as I have just said, the season call us thereto and next he uses two examples to encourage unto an invincible fortitude those who are his friends and to establish in an unwavering zeal those whose desire it is to attain to honours by patience and endurance 
For if, saith he, any one wish to build a tower, he reckoneth first if he have the means sufficient to finish it, lest when he has laid the foundation, and is not able to finish it, men laugh at him. For those whose choice it is to lead a glorious and blameless life ought to store up beforehand in their mind a zeal sufficient thereunto, and to remember him who says, My son, if thou draw near to serve the Lord, prepare thyself for every temptation, make thy heart straight and endure. But those who have no such zeal, how will they be able to reach the mark that is set before them? Or what king, he saith, wishing to make war with another king, doth not consider with himself whether with his ten thousand he can prevail over one who is more mighty than himself? And what does this mean? Our wrestle is not against blood and flesh, but against governments, against empires, against the world-holders of this darkness, against wicked spirits in the heavenly regions. We have, too, a crowd, as it were, of other enemies, the carnal mind, the law that rages in our members, passions of many kinds, the lust of pleasure, the lust of the flesh, the lust of wealth, and others. With these we must wrestle. This is our savage troop of enemies. How, therefore, shall we conquer? By believing that in God we shall do valiantly, as Scripture saith, and he shall bring to naught those that oppress us. In this confidence one of the holy prophets said, Behold, the Lord helpeth me, who shall make me ashamed? And the divine David also sings, The Lord is my light and my Saviour, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the helper of my life, at whom shall I tremble? For he is our strength, and by him we shall gain victory for he has given unto us to tread upon serpents and scorpions, and upon all the power of the enemy. As therefore he says, salt is good, but if the salt be tasteless, with what can it be seasoned, it is cast out. He says, Let there be therefore, he proceeds, salt in you. That is, the divine words which bring salvation, but which if we despise, we become without savour, and foolish, and utterly useless. Such things must the congregation of the saints cast out, by the gift unto them of mercy and love from Christ, the Saviour of us all, by whom and with whom to God the Father be praise and dominion with the Holy Ghost, for ever and ever. Amen. End of Sermon 105